welcome to And It's Writing, a tipsy writing podcast for one of our mini episodes. Every other Friday, you can also join us at 730 Eastern on Twitch for a live stream. To see the upcoming schedule, check out our website at anditswriting.com. That's one word, no spaces. I'm Avery Ames, writer of adult fantasy. And I'm DC McNaughton, speculative and historical fiction writer. So grab a drink, pop in your earbuds, and enjoy today's episode. Hi, so today we're going to talk about kind of the opposite of some of our other topics, which is how to add words if you're an underwriter and have less words than you need. (laughs) Usually we're going the other way. Usually we're talking about ways to trim and tighten and cut and reduce your word count, but sometimes it goes the other way. It sure does. It sure does. I wish it did that for me. (laughs) I wish I had this problem. I have noticed I'm definitely becoming more and more of an underwriter in early drafts the further I go in my writing career. Um, And part of that is doing zero drafts, which we talked about in another episode. But part of it is now that I just kind of, I bang out the plot more in my zero drafts because I used to just wander and I'd have like long passages describing the setting. And now I'm using my zero draft to go, okay, what happens? What are the motivations? What do the characters do? How do they get there? And I leave out the descriptions. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I think that also like a lot of people end up running into the fact that they're underwriting in their later drafts as well. There are some people that have that, that issue big time. I, just read uh, an underwritten book. Uh, it was like a, an adult sci-fi and it was it was 89,000 words, which, you know, that's an okay word count, you know, mm-hmm. like, but I, I feel like a lot of the sci-fis that I read that are published run between 90 and 120. Yeah. And like, yeah, you could really feel that there was a lot missing, even in her, I think it was probably her fourth or fifth draft, you know, but there was a lot there. There was just, a lot missing as well. (laughs) I think that's part of the conversation is like, how do you tell what's missing and if it's underwritten? And in my case, it's a lot of it is the, um, if you find yourself having, or your beta, your beta readers are having uh, like white room syndrome where they're like, I don't know where we are and who's talking. (laughs) Yep. I, I was about to say, and and a lot of the beta reading that I do, I typically read underwriters, not overwriters. I, I think it's usually like there is a lack of setting, like the white room syndrome. There's like no, I don't know where I am half the time or it's pacing. And mm. usually the pacing has to do with the white room syndrome because everything feels too fast because you never settle into a scene for long enough um, oh, because- yeah. There's no, there's no setting. Uh, and also I see a lot of this happen with like uh, people who are really good at writing dialogue and don't really like writing much else. That also happens. It almost all feels like it's mm-hmm. almost related to white room syndrome because it's, it, the whole book is there. There's just so much missing. Like Yeah. It's usually, it reads a little more like a screenplay almost sometimes. Yeah. If you find that your book is reading more like a screenplay with more dialogue and maybe some action beats and not getting a lot of description, then that's usually where I find adding happens the -hmm. most. But you may also find that like you are missing part of your plot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
That's yeah. a harder one to fix. Yeah, I don't, um, that might be a separate discussion. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I feel like if you read your book and you're missing part of your plot, probably just go back and add those words. Yes. <laughs> like, you know, um, but I think if your plot is there and, and somehow it's still, your betas are still like, I feel like there's not enough there. It typically, it's because you haven't lived long enough in one of your chapters or many of your chapters and you need to sort of extend them because you're moving from one place to another too fast and i know that you have had this issue like we've come across this like where like there was like a change of pace in the story and then like you didn't give yourself enough time to set the tone of the next sort of section of the story mm-hmm. and that tonal change and i th- and i think the tonal and the setting changes kind of got go hand in hand because like when you're writing tone god that's such a hard one and i'm Mm -hmm. not going to go too deeply into it in this one because uh this is about underwriting but you have to do like for instance in an action scene the tone is really fast Mm -hmm. um but if your characters are out wandering in the woods the tone might feel more dark and secluded um which sometimes results in slower paced writing where you're doing more of the setting treatment uh internal character dialogue that sort of stuff instead of the usual like go 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 um and i think learning to split up those two things is very important and a lot of times when i get beta reads that feel like they're too fast it's usually because the whole book feels like it's one thing after the other instead of like one thing and then we hang out there for a little while and then there's a few things going right after the other and then we sort of settle into something else slow it down yeah if there's never any part where the pace slows down and breathes that's gonna make your readers feel a bit dragged along it's Mm -hmm. kind of like when my family went to disney world when i was a kid and we went on space (laughs) mountain and my dad hated it because he couldn't see what was coming and he felt like he was just being yanked left and then right and then forward and then up and then down. And he was like, I just felt like I was just a rag doll being flung around. I lo- kind of bastard hates Space Mountain. I know. I loved Space Mountain. It was my favorite <laughs> one um, because you're just going fast and you're like, wee. Um, but anyways, for him, it was like that. It was like, he's just like, I'm left, but then I'm right, and then I'm up and then I'm down. And I don't know what's, you know, I can't stop and get my bearings. And so it's kind of the same thing in the story is you want people to occasionally, even if you're doing a lot of fast paced action, every once in a while, you need to stop and let them go. Okay, I know where we're at now. Let's go again. So, yeah, if you find you don't have those moments to breathe anywhere in your story, that may be a place to add words. Um, Another thing also is to make sure that all of your character arcs are fulfilled because you may have like started a character arc and just let it wander off because sometimes that happens or the fizzle out so you can kind of flesh out those character arcs a little more if you find that your story is feeling a little flat or one-dimensional like all plot no character (laughs) yeah fleshing that out so both of those things i have a couple tips for so the first one we talked about which was the um you know space mountain thing mm-hmm. going from one place to another really really fast there is a pretty easy way to see if you're doing this um without realizing it and that's to go from like one chapter to the next chapter and see if the sort of paragraph to dialogue um line work goes and see if it's similar it's weird because if you make your paragraphs different sizes 
Like, mm-hmm. It's somehow more enjoyable for the reader. Okay, I don't know the science behind this. It's pretty deep shit. It is true, though. I've noticed that the books that I have read that are underwritten, they look sort of the same. Like, like when you zoom out in your Word document, <laughs> you look at the lines and the paragraphs, they kind of all look the same. It's weird to say that because... You didn't. You wouldn't think that something like a paragraph break would matter, but like actually, those paragraph breaks sort of show like how you're thinking. Mm-hmm. And if you have a lot of just one or two lines of of work, even if you're writing YA, like that's you're probably getting caught doing things too fast. Mm-hmm. And I would say that that's a sign you should probably slow it down and see why this is happening to your chapters and why they all sort of look like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that's a really weird and seemingly arbitrary way to do it, but like I have noticed that this is what the pages look like in all the pages that I've done, and I'm just like, okay, this is way too fast, and all the pages look exactly the same. It's weird. It's so weird. It seems so arbitrary, right? Yeah, it makes sense though. But I, you know, I have I've told somebody to look at their pages before, and they actually really liked the tip. Uh, so I don't know. I suggest try it. And then as far as the character arc stuff goes, I think you and me both have pretty good tips on this one because if you take if you write the character arcs out like one line at a time in a separate word document like you can almost see your mixed beats like if you just Mm -hmm. take each individual character out and you sort of do like one sentence per like changing moment in their life you'll see where you're forgetting to end them you'll see where there's no middle (laughs) and you'll see like you'll like all that stuff will sort of come to color but you have to separate it from the rest of the story to to see that because sometimes it's hard to see that stuff when it's all in the in the prose yeah all mixed in sometimes yeah it's easier to see when you have it sort of pulled out like little threads mm-hmm. you'll be like oh wow there's like literally nothing happening for this character <laughs> here um mm, how do we get here <laughs> this is actually one of the things that i do with the color-coded index cards yes is i will have colors um, especially in stories where I know I have multiple character arcs that I'm trying to weave together. Um, I'll have colors for each character and I will just write like in a scene, be like, okay, character X has some, you know, moment of change here. Character B has like a, you know, a big part of this scene and each character has a color and I kind of lay out the whole book. And if you start to realize like this whole middle section is, is character A and you don't see any of B and C, you're like, oh, well, you know, maybe I should mix this up a bit. Or you'll notice that which character arcs just are flimsier because they don't have as many cards. So I'm a very visual person. So looking at like the array, like the mosaic of colors and going, oh, I don't have a lot of character D. They they have a pretty wimpy art. Maybe I should beef that up a little bit. (laughs) Mm hmm. Yeah. And, you know, that's not to say sometimes if you got like a smaller character, it's okay if they have a a smaller arc, but you still want very obvious transitions Mm -hmm. from one phase of that character's arc to the next. And if it feels like the end of the arc isn't matching up with what's going on in the middle, probably underwritten something. (laughs) Yeah. And you want, you definitely want to kind of look at those colored cards all over the floor and, or, and a table if you're lucky enough to have a table large enough for it (laughs) but looking at all those cards and going okay is the amount of this character's color equal to their weight in the story more than just trying to make sure they're all even but going okay i don't have a lot of character f but their character f they're relatively minor yeah i think i think honestly the most often 
thing I see in underwritten books when I'm beta reading and when I'm reading my own stories that need to be fleshed out is kind of the very first thing we talked about with the not letting yourself settle into scenes. Because when you're writing, you're like, let's go to the next scene. Let's go to the next scene. And you're not pausing long enough to let people get to their footing in the next scene. So if you start to notice that that's kind of an issue and your word and your book feels too abbreviated, <laughs> that may yes. be a good reason. And some books just are shorter. Oh, yeah. But if it feels too short, this is when it's Um, Another quick one is fucking... Oh, they're going to think. Oh, no. Fucking brain fart. Uh, oh, my God. There it goes. No. Just... God, it was so fucking genius, too. We lost your profound words. Oh, I remember what I was Yay. <laughs> okay, so uh, summarizing. Um, <clears throat> I did this recently and got in trouble for it with my betas <laughs> and also read it myself after i just beta read somebody else's book when you do the thing with your character where the character starts summarizing something that happened off page oh you can do that sometimes but like there are times that maybe you shouldn't like when it's something important mm -hmm. Um, a vague reference to what I just read, a character who was struggling with their gender identity, um, had sex for the first time, but we heard about it through another character's thoughts. They're like, oh, that person did this. And now they're dealing with that. And, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 no, no. I want to, I want to see the sex scene with the 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 person who's having gender identity issues having sex like i want to i want to see that mm -hmm. not because i'm a gross ass motherfucker but because like i like that is something that people are genuine like they mm -hmm. want to know what's going on in the character's head that's a big moment for the character like yeah how, what what are their confusions like how are they handling this like are they scared like we want to know that stuff is important and that stuff should be on the page in the book yeah. Um, don't leave that out. Yeah, if there's something that's important to your character, we need to see it happen. If it's like mm -hmm. impor really important to the plot or something that's of like some some form of deep emotional resonance or change for your character, summarizing that later or offhandedly or having another character reference it, your your readers are gonna want to read it. They wanna see it. Yeah. Yeah. Th those those little things that sometimes that the tv sort of like fades to black on i mean this is the reason why we read books because we get to see all the stuff that happens in the character's head instead of that weird cinematic fade to black shit we want to see it because like unless honestly these characters have like you know fucked before or, like this is something mm -hmm. that's you know not unusual like we don't you can summarize that but like if it's a big important moment like that don't fade to black even if it's ya um, which this person who was writing this book, you know, wasn't sure if it was YA or not yet, um, which I totally think it could have been. Even with the sex scene, you can have sex scenes in a YA. You don't need to fade to black. Let's see that on the page. Let's see the thoughts because the people and the, you know, the young adults who are going to be reading your book, they're going to be going through a lot of the same shit. Mm -hmm. And they're going to want to know how other people handle it. And that stuff's really important. So get it on the page. Summarize it later if it feels like too much. Overwrite it and then get rid of it if you need to. But. I had almost the exact same thing happen with um, the book that I am currently revising. Is It was exactly the same thing. It was a sex scene and it was an emotionally 
important sex scene and I faded to black because I was like, well, does this feel raunchy? Does this feel like too much? And everybody was just like, no, we need to see this because we it's, need to see it's it. emotional for your characters and it's important yeah. for them and you are not allowed to fade to black. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I had to add it. So yeah, yeah, those are kind of our various and sundry thoughts on ways to add. I'm glad you remembered. <laughs> me, me too. Because that was actually very important. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> that was so important. It was. Uh, it was very good thoughts. So, so yeah, if you find that your books are coming up a little short on workout or feeling a little sparse, uh, these might be some cool tips to give a try. So, yep. thank you for listening, and we'll see you again soon. Uh -huh.